look at you all snazzy pants. You're got, I mean, you got a nice shirt on. You yeah. got, uh, yeah, are those well, khakis? Uh, uh, no, these are dress slacks. So what's the, uh, you got? Well, I've got my uh, my sport coat in the other room too. I'm going to a funeral immediately <laughs> after this. I'm really? Going, yes. I'm going to, I've got to pick up my mom. It's one of those weeks, you know, my dad, my dad would have been 86, 87, right, okay. something like that. So all his buddies are now the, 86, 87. They're too. dropping like right. flies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and uh, so I have to go take my mom to a bunch of funerals, and that's where we're going today. So you texted me, because yeah. you always keep me abreast of your, of your <laughs> For funeral. For some reason, you are really interested in the gigantic number of <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it really is impressive <laughs> how many of these you go to. Uh, but what was... I don't know if you want to share. Well, now that I'm going to mention it, you have to. Didn't one of them, one of the ones that just died recently, was kind of condescending to you at some point? Well, judge for yourself on this. All right. So, um, my first eulogy ever was my father. So this right. was your meet the meet the Beatles. It was. It yeah. was in 1989. So oh, it was a long time yeah, ago. Yeah. And I was only 25 years old. And uh, he died unexpectedly, and mm. it was very difficult sure. for the family. And I, I at that time was but, writing. But it was great. The eulogy was well. I wrote a a, a song, like lyrics to a song, and my mom. And you had Landecker. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 it was wacky. It was yeah. It was to the tune of "Good Love." <laughs> yeah, right. No. You're dead now. <laughs> uh, but my, uh, I left it out. My mom found it. And made me recite it at yeah. the at the wake, okay. and so I that was my first eulogy, and you know it was one of those eulogies like in the middle of it I had to pause to sure. regain composure, sure. and I heard the entire congregation crying, yeah. and it was very difficult. And afterwards, one of these gentlemen who passed away this week came up to me and said that was a very touching uh, eulogy, and then he said, "I bet you never said anything like that to him while he was alive." Oh, ouch! Yeah, and then you just started. Balling like a baby again. Yeah. Mary well, it's, it happened 30 years ago, and I'm still bitter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still bitter. I will never forget that. Like, that is the worst thing that to anyone say, to has say, ever right. said to me in my entire life. And I worked in broadcasting. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That's how, that's how bad it was. So anyway. I yes, will have a good time. Well, thank you. I, I, is, there's not food at these things, right? Or no, sometimes? no, this is just a funeral home. See, the Jews... Well, we're going to Lashitz afterwards, so that's... Oh, and, the, oh yeah. so this is a Chicago. Yeah. Oh. Yep, yep. All right. So anyway, hey, Minutia Man is up next, uh, but first listen to this other fine old pie show. Quick, Lou, what's your favorite car color? I'd say Lou likes blue. Lou likes blue? Eh, blue's pretty good, but really, I prefer silver. But regardless of our color preferences, when it comes to cars, you'll never know what you'll hear on the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive. I'm Mark Vernon. I'm Lou Costable. Join us for the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Silver. Really? Silver? The following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia Man with Rick and Dave. Now, is this just the wake or is it the... It's the wake. Okay, it's so it's wake. not the... Yeah. You're not going to hear a eulogy. Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, and I'm not doing it. I don't have to do this one. Yeah, I just thought of another thing. One of my other, one of my dad's other friends said yeah. to me, <laughs> he said, you know, it would have meant so much to your father if you were a little bit better at soccer. <laughs> <laughs> they were great guys, my dad's friends. So you're so now that they're dying, 
Yeah. I, I mean, I'm sure you're, well, are you going to flop out these stories? It's only fitting if you flop these stories out at the Well, at the that wake. story was told to me uh, when I wrote the book Green Vice 4, which yeah. is a book about the Green White Soccer mm-hmm. Club that we published yeah. at Eckhart's Press. And I interviewed all these guys for that. And when it came out, you know, I said to this one of his friends and I said, I'm I'm just hoping that you know my dad is looking down and and you know will appreciate the effort I've gone to. And then he said, I think it would have meant more to him if you were better at soccer. <laughs> yeah. Your fancy schmancy yeah. writing means it, nothing it, to him. They're words, but did, how many goals did you score? <laughs> how many did you? Thirteen. In how many years? Twenty. <laughs> Two, <laughs> something like that. Hey, that's not bad. Hey, there's a lot of guys who get less. I mean, granted, they didn't play offense like I did, but you know. Ah, anyway, all right. Well, you look great, and uh, hey, good funeral today. Good all right, hey, today. thanks. So I got something here. Um, are we ready? Should I just well, yeah. fl- flop flop yeah, this now one? Now that I've exposed myself and I've got my guts laying on the table, <laughs> this is perhaps one of the funniest, or not funny? Maybe it's funny sick. Okay. It's Ooh, sick and I, funny I, at the same I like time. That. Artist claims he's in a sexual relationship with the Mona Lisa. <laughs> okay. okay. Celebrity artist and painter Domingo Zapata. He's won widespread acclaim. You know of his course, work. Domingo. Come on. You're a Z head. I am. So Domingo Zapata has won widespread acclaim for his many depiction, depictions of the Mona Lisa and claims that the secret to his success is due to the romantic and sexual relationship he shares with the famous painting. Uh, Spanish-born Zapata recently found fame after 26 of his digital reinterpretations of the Mona Lisa were put on display at the Louvre, or how I like to call it, the Louvre. Yeah, the Louvre. The Louvre. But during the process of putting together the project, Domingo claims he became so obsessed with the Mona Lisa that he would dream about her every night and have sex with her in her dreams. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I'm right. So that, that's a sexual. I'm, yeah, I'm in one of those with Laura Petri. <laughs> <laughs> so um, now a couple of things here. Yeah. All right. Uh, while I have never had any impure thoughts about other women since I've been married, not one, r- not, not none whatsoever. One. Yeah. The Mona Lisa is really not going to be on the top of my list. No. Right. No. Uh, uh, you know, no offense. I'm sure she had a great personality, kind of a nice smile. Right. Right. I'm more of a Whistler's mother guy. I think. Oh, really? <laughs> Yeah. Really? Yeah, okay. I, I kind of, I'm, uh, what's the one with uh, the farmer and uh, his daughter? Uh, the uh, Grandma Moses? Is that is that the same one that you're talking no, about? That, no, I'm Whistler's mother. Oh, no, Whistler's you're not ta- mother. You're not talking about Grant Wood, right? I yeah. am talking about oh, Grant that lady? Wood. Yes. <laughs> you know, and here's another thing that I'm not buying. I think this is all bullshit, to be honest with you, because yeah. he says that he's tell, uh, how how much we know about art. <laughs> well, like name another one. Well, last last week I said that Taiwanese people or people from Taiwan speak Taiwanese. People like, don't come here for intelligence. <laughs> they don't come here for that. But one of the things that I think this is bullshit, I think he's making up because he says that he's been working with Mona Lisa for 15 years. And he's still having sex every night. That is bullshit. After yeah. 15 yeah. years, you are not having sex every night. That, yeah, that's <laughs> that's the fake part. That's fake news. <laughs> yeah. Fake news. Well, that's very nice. I have a, a story that's going to bring us back to childhood, Dave. Okay. Uh, members of a student organization at Georgia Tech attempted a Guinness World Record by creating a 4.2-mile hopscotch course. Remember hopscotch? Oh, sure. The... You throw the little rock and you yeah, have, you have to, like, yeah. spaces on yeah, the... Yeah, one, two, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. of course. 
It was one of those ideas that comes to you, and in hindsight, you can't remember how you got it, organizer yeah. and physics major Ashley I Henning think said. edibles might have something to do with it, maybe. <laughs> I think the word you're looking for is high. <laughs> yeah, you were high. Yeah. Henning and her team designed and created stamps that would allow them to do it quickly, and it's all over the campus at, uh-huh. uh, at Georgia Tech. And they passed the record uh, that was four miles in Basking Ridge, New Jersey. Okay. Um, but the, the question I have, and the, the reason why I bring this up at all, is I, I didn't know that people still did hopscotch. I, like, I can't remember the last time I, I was saw, walking around. Right, and you see one on the pavement? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, did that. your girls ever do it? No, I don't, I don't know. They were too busy on TikTok. <laughs> right, exactly. And then I started thinking about all the other games that yeah. we used to play when we were kids, like running bases. Did you sure. play that? Oh, of course, sure. I tried to teach that to my kids. You know, we went out and played running bases one time, yeah. and, and they were like, this is pointless. What are we doing? We're just running back and forth to this one base? Yeah, that's the game. For real? Yeah, that's the whole game? Yeah. Uh, that's the way we rolled back in the day. We played a game. Uh, you know, I lived in the inner city, as you yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, and we play, and I'm not kidding you. The name of this game was "Tackle the Guy with the Football." We were not great writers back then. <laughs> it was called "Tackle the Guy with the Football," and basically, it's whoever got the it, yeah, it's it's the we were more politically correct than yeah, the name that you're so. about to say. Yeah, but yeah, we yeah, were, we called uh, it "Smear the Queer," yeah. which uh, is right, totally which, inappropriate. Right. So yeah. I'm not upset that we played. Tackle we the also, guy with the did football. you guys? I, I know you're a city a city mm-hmm. boy. Did you guys play "Kick the Can"? I don't, you know what? I don't. I we. I don't think so. I don't remember kick the can. So kick the can was huge in my neighborhood. Uh-huh. You know, because it was a game that boys and girls could play, and then we'd play it at night. And so think about this as a parent now, yeah. a game where all the all the neighborhood kids played at night yeah. unsupervised. Yeah. Uh, where they could run through backyards and stuff and play. That's just happen. not possible just anymore. Happen. Well, I remember those nights, those summer nights, where it gets dark at, what, 9.45 or yeah. something, and the, just playing, yeah, just... Did just, you ever have a game called Pom Pom? Is that um, where you like have to run and people try to tackle you? Yeah, I think we called it Johnny Pon Pon or whatever. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. We, did you have a? We played a game called I think it was called Spud. Yeah, Spud. Where you throw the ball up yeah, in the air throw, and then you, you say somebody's name, right? And then you throw and, the ball up and then they catch it and then they have to. They've got whack you in four the steps to yeah. throw the ball at you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm guessing kids don't play that yeah. anymore. Did you either. also play a game called Identity Theft? <laughs> We no, we did no. we did. <laughs> we played this game called Kitty Porn. I, I, don't, I don't think the kids play that one anymore. <laughs> the other one, the thing that the one that uh, is even older school is when we first moved to Germany. The American kids there were still playing marbles. Did I never, you? I never played marbles. So I, I think like kids played marbles in the 40s and 50s right. but for some reason at the army bases in germany they were still playing marbles and you have like you, you these prize marbles right that you that if you play it's like i you know i can I'm lose risk, it i'm not right. risking it. i'm not risking yeah. bluey <laughs> right. exactly but why bluey is worth exact nope that's bluey bluey can't yeah. Times have changed. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. I just, uh, it just made me wistful for the old. Did days. you used to play? We used to play a game called freeze tag. Oh yeah, sure. I think they still do freeze tag. Um, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Now, did you call when you played tag? What was the area where you could be where you're safe? It. We called it it. I think we called it 
Ghoul. Oh. Or maybe Glue. No, I don't think it was. I think I think the real name is Ghoul. Okay. I don't know. We call wow. it. Yeah. yeah. We're going deep into this. All right. Hey, you know, uh, we got a great review. You want to hear it? Yeah. Chucky Chuck Chuck. This is his name on Potable writes, before I go on a date, I listen to Minutia Men and I steal their material. Oh. Huh? If we can help you. You know, if we can create... It didn't help us, <laughs> but, you know, if it you know, if it helps you, that's fantastic. In fact, we were talking before we started the show that our wives have kind of hit the point where our, our jokes aren't really flying anymore. Yeah, no. I mean, we're like... I think I'm like um, an HBO special that's been on 74 times. <laughs> You're right, exactly. You watching that again? <laughs> yeah, right. I've already seen it. I've seen right. every possible episode of this. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Uh, that's why we have to do it here and uh, why we do this feature called Studio Walls. Time now for Studio Walls. And the words of the prophets were written on the studio walls. Rick and Dave. This is where we celebrate the 40 years of Rick and Dave and maybe give some uh, potential material to people going on dates. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I go through the Rick and Dave 40-year calendar. And I pick out some of the stuff that happened this week, and I run it by Dave to see which we can play back. That's It's like the highlight of my week being, I'm like, eh, eh. Yeah, yeah, yeah feel, you feel, are, eh. I feel like Lou Grant. Remember Lou Grant yeah. the Barry Tyler Moore where he would just tell people to... You know, funny story, when I was Landecker's producer, mm-hmm. that's exactly how he would... Uh, I pitched him, you know, uh, show ideas every night before the, before the next day's show, and I'd, I'd spend like, you know, five minutes working on it, and he'd go, eh. <laughs> And then I'd have to go to the next one. <laughs> and there, there were days where after they're all, the, they're they all, were all and I had to start all over again. Anyway, I, bet, I bet you loved that too. Those right? were fun days. And that was like when you were getting no sleep, right? Yeah. And it was like, what, 8 o'clock at night or something? Yeah. Or when was but it? But it was only for 10 years <laughs> every day. All right. So back uh, April 26th uh, was Mel- Melania Trump's birthday. Yeah. We had a Melania impersonator on the show. Perhaps the best in the world. And and we did a yeah. whole interview with her. She's uh, yesterday's news for Dave her. said no. Yeah. Uh, 15 years ago this week, my book Severance mm-hmm. was uh, announced. Which, by the way, we're watching the, the Apple TV Severance. Yeah. Have yeah. you watched it? No, I'm a little bitter. <laughs> okay. They stole it's my really title. not anything like your book. But. Yeah. Well, they, you know, whatever. Uh, Dave did not want to see that. Uh, it's uh, Jay Leno's birthday this mm-hmm. week. The famous uh, story I've told here about Jay Leno. Mm-hmm. We have audio from the interview that he did with Landecker mm-hmm. after he stole the dancing Edos from us. Mm-hmm. Dave's eh. Uh, it's the anniversary of the famous Lee Ilya rave out that uh, Les Grobstein got on tape. And this is the first year he's not alive that or, he's not here right. to play it. Um, not enough for Dave. That's yeah. not good enough. Right. He said no. Yeah, and, and unexpected and, death is not good enough to no. get on my... And, that, uh, and Mike Royko's 25th anniversary of his death is this week. Right. And, you know, and why would you want Mike Royko? What possible connection could there be with Mike Royko? Uh, I believe he called me a genius once. Well, we, you know, whatever. Dave but said no. He, he was a big drinker, wasn't he? Whatever. Right. And he probably he probably went to the guy next to you know three. You're a genius too. I don't believe that's true. Uh, I think he was an angry drunk, and he still thought I was a genius. So there. Uh, it's also the birthday of Richard Epcar, who we had on the show. Mm-hmm. He was a great voiceover artist. Mm-hmm. And Jerry Seinfeld's birthday, we had uh, Jay Schatz on. Jay Schatz, a journalist uh, and friend who, of ours from who, college. Who looks just like. Looked just yeah. like Jerry. Interviewed Jerry. Has a great story about it. Uh, Not good uh, enough yeah, for Dave. No, no. But this is what he said yes to. This is also Casey Kasem's birthday this week. 
and we have this great tape of Casey Kasem that we love to play. And it's uh, when he's doing a long-distance dedication. This is a, an outtake from American Top 40, for those of you who remember it. Let's play it for you right now. Now, we're up to our long-distance dedication. And this one is about kids and pets and a situation that we can all understand, whether we have kids or pets or neither. It's from a man in Cincinnati, Ohio, and here's what he writes. Dear Casey, this may seem to be a strange dedication request, but I'm quite sincere, and it'll mean a lot if you play it. Recently, there was a death in our family. He was a little dog named Snuggles, but he was most certainly a part of... Let's come start again. From coming out of the record. Play the record, okay? Please. See, when you come out of those up-tempo goddamn numbers, man, it's impossible to make those transitions. And then you got to go into somebody dying. You know, they do this to me all the time. I don't know what the hell they do it for, but goddamn it, if we can't come out of a slow record, I don't understand it. Is Don on the phone? Okay, I want a goddamn concerted effort to come out of a record that isn't a fucking up-tempo record every time I do a goddamn death dedication. Now, make it, and I also want to know what happened to the pictures I was supposed to see this week. This is a god last goddamn time. I want somebody to use his fucking brain to not come out of a goddamn record that is uh, that, that's up tempo, and I got to talk about a fucking dog dying. Casey Casey. I feel his pain. <laughs> I feel his pain. <laughs> uh, uh, I think we got to take a break after that one. Huh? Yeah, we do, and we still have more show though. What? Uh... Uh... Uh, cheating husband and sleepy wife I'm going to talk about. Okay, and I've got a porta potty mishap. Oh. Yes, and we also have a celebrity story. I can tease it. A a world-famous comedian. One of one of our favorites. A great story about him. And also, we'll tease uh, who we have on our uh, show this week because we've got a, a very special guest. All that is coming up. All right, Adam, what uh, country are you from? I am from England. What is the best soccer league in the entire world? The English Premier League. What is your day job? Director of coaching for Illinois Youth Soccer. So if you were, say, a fan of English Premier League and you wanted to hear the, the opinions of someone who is from England, who knows knows a lot of soccer what podcast would you tell people they need to listen to free kicks with adam and rick and that's on the radio misfits podcast network free kicks a tony lasano podcast an opi show on the radio misfits podcast network great talk radio isn't dead it just moved to a better place radiomisfits.com and we're back. Rick, This, uh, you know what? I think we've had some good content already today. Yeah. Right? And we we're talking yeah. about our lovely wives. Yeah. Right? Maybe this is something that is going to kind of resonate with what we've spoken about <laughs> okay. before. Okay. Woman discovered cheating ex in bed with another woman and was too tired from work to complain. <laughs> After working a 16-hour shift as a healthcare worker, Taylor Dunham discovered her boyfriend <laughs> in their bed with another woman. However, instead of causing a scene, she politely asked her new ex-boyfriend to take his friend somewhere else to finish up because she really wanted to crash. I'm very tired. I'm very tired. Can you take that out of here, please? <laughs> so, now, I know that I should not be feeling sympathy for the guy yeah. in this instance, yeah. but she's putting him in a pretty difficult well, position. Who, he was there first. <laughs> he was true. there first. But, but, you know, what does the guy do when... does? 
if he does say, okay, honey, we'll go to the couch, he's going to make her matter, right? Or no? I don't know, right? Well, I, you know, for, for, you know, my wife, if she came home and saw that, I think she could sleep through it. <laughs> She'd be like, all right, just finish up. I will be asleep because she can sleep through anything. Well, my wife would say something on the way out. Can you do some dishes, please? Right, exactly. <laughs> Taylor shared her story on TikTok where it has been viewed three million times. Wow. Yeah. Some com- And some commenters relayed similar experiences. Wow. We uh, for- very boring lives. For, for instance, Olive43 wrote that she came early from work and heard her husband having sex with another woman in their bedroom. Okay. okay. Rather than confront the two, she noticed that they had ordered her favorite pizza and decided that she would rather eat than fight. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is that pepperoni? <laughs> right. Oh, my God. Luminati's. I love that. Hey, honey, can I have a slice? <laughs> oh, yeah. Go ahead. I like that story. That's a good one. I've got one that's uh, kind of a a sad story, but it it, it talks about the pros and cons. Is it like, well, we already did the Casey Kasem sad story about a dog named Snuggles. No, 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 it actually has a happy ending. Okay. Um, It's about the pros and cons of having a cell phone. Okay. All right. One of the great things about having a cell phone is it gives you something to do while you're on the toilet, right? (laughs) Yeah. Unless... Let me tell you the story of this woman in her 40s. As Brennan Washington Fire Department said that a woman in her 40s dropped her phone into a porta potty toilet, which that's pretty disgusting. Yeah. And then while trying to retrieve it, fell in. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty bad, Oof, right? Yeah. That's, that would say that's a con of having a cell phone. Here's the pro. After she located her phone... Uh-huh. She called 911 with it. Oh, right so, there. The, right. There's a positive. So she called while she was still stuck in it, the... Yes, because uh, she tried to get out. She couldn't get out. Um, so, but uh, the, the phone worked, and they came. The firefighters well, were able the, to pass a woman. What kind of phone? That is a selling point. <laughs> well, this is the thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, right. If I was the, an advertising, uh, it's a unique selling point. Absolutely. Right? Uh, well, the firefighters uh, gave her a piece of wood, a platform to and she could walk up, and she that's how they eventually got her out. And then they washed her down at the scene and gave her replacement clothes. Firefighters said she was not injured, but they recommended she seek medical attention due to coming in contact with a giant amount of human waste. <laughs> head head yeah. first, probably, right? Right. Uh, they, uh, but unfortunately, uh, she only wanted to leave. Yeah, and she wouldn't say. give them their name, her yeah. name. And I think she made the right choice because I found this story on Facebook uh, <laughs> because the firefighters posted oh. it with pictures of oh. themselves outside the porta potty oh, yeah. and so you made the right call honey you no got pictures the, of her though, no right. pictures of her but she made the absolute right call and that is maybe one of the most disgusting things ever and just imagine just imagine that well you're one who can't go to the bathroom in just regular bathrooms right right i mean you I would assume you, oh there's no chance I would never go in a porta potty yeah. no never you've never no, gone. I'll tell you a story when I was a boy scout yeah. and we're going back to you know mid 70s in Germany uh, we went on a wait a second mid 40s did you say in Germany <laughs> yeah. I don't think they were called the boy scouts Rick <laughs> no mid 70s oh I'm sorry in Germany and we were on a canoeing trip and we were camping for the night and the scoutmaster started digging this hole. Uh-huh. On, uh, you know, outside of the campsite. Uh-huh. I'm like, what's that for? He's like, you know, uh-huh. number two. Yeah. I said, what? Uh-huh. He goes, yeah, well, that, that's what you. That's where you go. Uh-huh. I said, well, I'm holding it. He <laughs> goes, well, this is a week-long trip. I said, well, then that's just how it's going to be. And that's what happened. I Did you really? I held it for a whole week. Did you eat, too? Yeah. 
Yep, yep. Started vomiting by the third day. <laughs> right. I was purging. That was fine. Well, I don't know if you remember when I've you got fi- some issues. <laughs> I was going to say when you when you finally were able to go. Yeah. What was that like? Oh, I don't remember. I just remember being horrified by that. Yeah. All right. So anyway, it's time for another well, you, feature. Well, you... ah. A random name pulled out of Rurik's bowl of brushes with celebrities. Mixture. Collection. Selection. Assemblage. Medley. Assortment. Variety. Time now for Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Dave. Yeah, there's no need to go further. Well, I was just going to ask. You've been in countries. Haven't you been in countries where... Yeah. We, uh, same thing happened in Romania. Yeah. I was going to yeah. say, did you, just, you just don't go to the bathroom then. Yeah. Yeah, that's the only solution. Yeah, we well, did get to a hotel at one point in in Romania that had indoor plumbing. Yeah. It was the first place we ran into, and uh, I, I took care of business there. Yeah. All right. Well, listen. This is the part of the show where we have our listeners submit celebrity brushes with greatness stories, and we've been getting some really no, we're good, good ones, and we're getting a lot. Thank you for everybody. For yes, the, this yeah. one came via Twitter uh, from NJ Shore. Uh, DM'd it to me. And uh, I think you'll enjoy this. I saw Don Rickles in Vegas a few years ago. One of the people in the audience was Bob Newhart. I'm a huge Newhart fan, but I didn't want to bother him at his table. But I saw him go to the bathroom during the opening act, which was playing a bunch of Sinatra songs. So Bob Newhart has no problem going to the bathroom. (laughs) Apparently not. He's fine. (laughs) Uh, Followed him into the bathroom. He was washing his hands when I got there, and no one else was in the bathroom. I said, Bob Newhart, this is a big thrill to meet you. He was very kind and humble. Then I asked him if he was escaping now. You're making small talk, yeah. right? Uh, were you escaping because you don't like the music? You know, trying to be funny, right, probably. Right, sure. He said, no, I, he likes all kinds of music except country music. Then he looked at me and said, I don't want to denigrate country music fans. And if you're a country music fan, denigrate means put down. <laughs> That's a great, great freaking story. Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't know if it's a true story or not, but I want to believe it is. That's a great story. You know, I lived growing up. I lived near the that building that he would come in and out of. Yeah, right. The on, Sheridan, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Is yeah. it still there? I think so. Still stand. I think so. All right. So you Wait, know, is Bob Newhart still standing too? Isn't he? Yeah, he's still alive. He's. I've met him several times. He's a great guy. Um, we have a big uh, Minutiaman celebrity interview, Dave. Why don't you tell everybody all the things that I talked to Felix Cavalieri about this week? Well, you talked about his music. Uh-huh. You talked uh-huh. about his... Dave does uh, not listen to this. Uh, uh, uh-huh. I wasn't there what for else? It. His childhood? Uh-huh. No. His dog snuggles? No. no. Uh, his, his time with the Rascals? Very good. Okay. A time that he played maybe Ed Sullivan? Yes. Okay. All right. Okay, good. good. And he's an orthopedic surgeon? No, he's not. All right. Tell... Uh, tell yeah, I just haven't had time to listen to it yet. It's a good one. It's okay. a really good one. It's uh, we talk all about uh, rock and roll and uh, mm-hmm. you know the heyday of rock and roll. Why there's a band called the Young Rascals and the Rascals mm-hmm. uh, that uh, gets explained to me. We talk about their songs, uh, "Good Lovin" mm-hmm. and "Groovin" and "It's a Beautiful Morning" and also. Uh, well, they were uh, huge. People got to be but, free. I mean, they just had tons yeah. and tons of hits. Mm-hmm. And we talked about it. He had some unbelievably great stories. Go to uh, Minutia Men Celebrity Interviews now on Spotify, Amazon Music Podcast, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, TuneIn, Stitcher, yeah. iHeartRadio, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts, just search for Radio Misfits. Well, Dave, I, mm. I think we need to tell people where they can find us um, if they're not uh, just audio listeners maybe you want to go to our minutia men uh instagram page yeah i believe we're pushing 90 
not physically, but well, uh, yeah, yeah. I think we've got yeah. almost I think that one got... is very slow to build. It's very slow. To <laughs> we're build. still fine. We're still trying to find I it. I think maybe our audience and the Instagram audience <laughs> don't overlap a lot, but you can follow mm-hmm. us there. It's called Minutia Men Official. If you'd like to. You can contact us on a uh, platform owned by Elon Musk. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah. Uh, Twitter uh, at Minutiaman. You can email us at minutiamanpodcast at gmail You can check out our publishing company at Cards Press. You can follow along on my uh, blog, rickkempfer.blogspot.com. There's an email link there. Send us your stories. Mm-hmm. We'd like to include you in the show. It's one less thing for us to do. <laughs> yep. And if you can write a couple of bits for us, that wouldn't be that'd so be bad great. either. That you would know? really help. Why don't you come to Mount Prospect and yeah. just do the show? You know what? That'd be it fantastic. Would it kill you to make a nice meatloaf or a brisket and bring it? Absolutely. A special thanks to our executive producer, Tony Lasana with opishows.com. Opie is hippo backwards, O-P-P-I-H shows.com. We're distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place, radiomisfits.com. I've got a wake to attend. <laughs> chop, but, chop. But we will be back again next week with a brand new episode of... No, Shaman. The proceeding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Old Pie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? What do you get when you hear a, a celebrity Minutia Men interview, Dave? You will get Mark Cuban and Anthony Scaramucci, Cousin Oliver from the Brady Bunch and the bully from the Christmas Story. Yes. The voice of Siri and She Shed Cheryl. My God, it list goes on. So you'll get Minutia, Celebrity Minutia Men interview, a Tony Lasano podcast. Go to opishows.com or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits.